0: On a run.
1: After a long time, we are back and in this episode, we have someone with us who is not hesitant about his diverse viewing choices, just like his life. Hello, Sujai. Welcome to On a Second Thought. Thank you
0: so much, Nikhil. I feel really overwhelmed to be here and let's get
1: started. You know, I just want to know after all we have been through, all the waves that has hit us, are you happy? I think with what waves
0: that has hit us, um, I can just say for the greater good, we are ought to be happy in that sense, because I might sound a little cynical saying that, you know, there has been a lot of lives lost and everything. Yeah. But then still, those lives haven't just gone for, you know, a selfish reason or anything. Those have paved ways for us to live more peacefully or, you know, uh, more securely and it has just warned us to take poor precautions and that, you know, you never really know what is sure and, you know, what's not going to be there the next day. This is full of uncertainty, especially this phase. So, I think with whatever has happened, more than just the mere situation, it's a very distinct and great learning for all of us to take care of ourselves to be precautious okay. and to do better for ourselves.
1: You know, you told uh, we're living more peacefully. So what is this peace? Like, how are you living more peacefully after what's happened? Or how are you like, you know, processing this and receiving it? Because you're calling it peaceful, right? So in what way is it peaceful for you?
0: See, um, as, like, as I identify myself as you know a millennial and most of uh, the others are listeners or anybody who are like you know probably more aged than us or gen z or whoever it is we never saw any of such things coming you know such uh, what do you say such calling out for help or you know such cryings and everything you know somewhere of to what i have or to be even sitting here to just talk with you right now that itself it's a privilege. isn't a, not just a privilege, but it's peace. Okay. Bro, there okay. are like people, you mm. know, whose families are dying and okay. they have witnessed so much. And that is what I'm saying that, you know, all of those are, you know, not just mere things that happen because of the situation. It's mm. realization for so many people that, you know, you can be happy with the littlest things you have. And spending time here and just talking now peacefully itself, it, uh, you know, feels really amazing.
1: So is this your perception of happiness?
0: I think especially after uh, the pandemic that we have been through and everything, it has been a process of great learning to me. Hmm. So for me, I, uh, especially now, not because for the reason of finding happiness with whatever we have. I've kind of adhered to this situation and uh, to this understanding that, you know, it is possible for me to be happy with whatever I have. And in that ways, I think the perception, generally, it's it's a little cryptic when I try to explain it in words. Hmm.
1: But then, yeah, just like how I explain. You know, why, why I'm using this word perception? Because as of now, how I can see happiness is so... Uh, varying you know because for me how i see is how i see happiness is different than how you see happiness right so yeah, yeah. for me it might be uh you know professional success or financial success or uh you know a successful marriage or whatever so it's it, it differs so much right even though we are humans we we are uh we are same but mentally we are so different and diverse it it's really interesting to know what others think happiness is. You know that's why I'm kind of trying to understand what your perception of happiness is. You know. I know it's uh, very intriguing to
0: know about one's you know perception of whatever uh, thing it is, be yeah. it happiness or you know how they perceive things to be as. Yes. But then when I can speak only for myself, uh, for me, happiness again. You know, it's a very subjective uh, term like thing. Yeah, uh, it's it, it can't easily be explained. Like for me it's probably the basicest of things or you know, I don't really devote much of the stereotypical, mm-hmm. you know, happiness terms, a success or you know, money mm-hmm. or an own house or something like that. For me it's like, you know, I, I can probably just go outside or, you know, see a leaf fall from a tree and see the leaf. I like the leaf. I'm kind of happy.
1: Okay. So so for you, it's all about gratitude in life, right? Uh, the way you're living your life, the way you're able to receive and give out information, uh, you know, it's much better than others in society. So I feel your, uh, you know, the way you perceive happiness is all about gratitude and appreciating life in general.
0: Right? Uh, yeah, I, I think we can come to a common understanding by that, but mm-hmm. then again, it's just not that. Okay. Um, what else? It's, it's, it's beyond, like, you know, uh, happiness can, can also mean for me sometimes, you know, hanging out with my friends hmm. or some travel okay. or like, you know, some alone time with myself. There are a lot of things that, you know, can... Uh, Contribute to your happiness. It's it's just not one specific thing, and mm-hmm. I wouldn't limit my happiness also to one specific thing. Like probably just go eating a gulab jamun or something. Like I would want to eat, try other sweets and probably be amazed and like you know this experience. Be life Yeah. Mm-hmm. I I always believe like you know something in which my grandmother and my mom
1: always said like
0: you are not gonna carry anything when you go die.
1: You come alone. You go alone. Yeah.
0: It mm-hmm. and with whatever you have and whatever how much of a money you make or anything mm. make try to try making others happy while you are happy and it's it's just not like since you have so much money you're gonna be all luxurious and everything so that is
1: uh, does it mean that you don't want to reach out and uh, grow bigger with respect to finance or success or whatever you see, want to right
0: see again that is again very subjective because how people have valued success, i don't know what can you value success just because you're a billionaire or something no, i no, i don't see really, yeah. it that way probably i could probably somewhere come to uh, you know uh, how do i say somewhere i can come to a point to of agreement that if he's happy in his life and if he's satisfied say for example he's uh, you know i've had a you know, coffee plantation or whatever. And I've had decent travel. I've seen few cities. I I was very happy with my life. And I just... It's all about that content, you know. Yeah.
1: And that can also be success, right? Yes. Yes. What do you think, Nikhil? See, for me, you know, in the recent times, I feel that you must have a bit of financial uh, success. Okay. I might sound selfish or, you Mm -hmm. know, bad or whatever. But... I feel, uh, you know, uh, you need to make money uh, and uh, there's a celebrity, a famous celebrity, I don't want to take his name. He told money might not make you happy, but it will never make you sad, you uh-huh. know, uh, even the basic of things uh, to the most complicated of things, there is always commerce, there's always money, right? So, yeah, I feel. Uh, That is one thing, you know, making money and professionally also I want to be successful because I'm coming from nowhere, literally from nowhere. I'm learning on my own. I'm trying to understand things on my own. So somewhere I'm this lone ranger who's trying to get things done one by one. Okay, it will take time, but I'm somewhere proud that I've been learning uh, and People are supporting me and somewhere I want to just master this process and keep going. And I don't want to limit myself to one particular craft or language or whatever. I just want to keep going and going and learn as much as I can. So, because, see, I'm smarter today than yesterday, but I'm not, I'm, uh, you know, I'm dumb, dumber than tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So... I feel every day I get smart like I'm just learning I'm, I'm also like a program you know I keep improving yeah. I somewhere rectify my mistakes and try my best not to repeat them. Mm-hmm. So it's all about learning and earning that's what I feel you know. So that is my opinion and uh, what do you think is you know what makes you happy in general like?
0: Um. As of now, you know I, I'm really into watching uh, different kinds of content since we're staying at home, mm. and No, oh, that is like basically jobless. No, I am no, not no, you into your some, motto yeah. of learning and earning as of now. Don't take me wrong, but uh, no, 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 no.
1: Again, it's your perception. Yeah.
0: So um, I've been uh, into uh, viewing different content, mm. and uh, I think with the kind of uh, films that needed exposure and that needed the audience to see to them to even like you know know that you know such kind of you know pieces actually exist I think mm-hmm. you know the OTTs or whoever whichever platform that's catering to you know such releases or keeping audiences entertained yeah I think hooked I think um, that is what is like you know keeping me actually Happy to an extent, yeah. I really uh, love uh, watching and viewing films and uh, web scenes. So not only
1: mainstream, you can branch out and watch other stuff as well. That's why I call it diverse.
0: Exactly. I am never about just sticking into one thing. I also believe that, you know, you see, there are varieties with nature itself. You know, everything is derived out of one family and they are just branched out again and everywhere. So why should most of us just like, you know, confine to commercial movies or big star movies or whatever? Because that is the trend and they are the ones that are highly viewed and other Just
1: like a tree you need to branch out.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do feel that, you know, we should try, uh, you know, different things. I mean, as a country, we are so diverse. As people, as a linguistic community, we are so diverse. Imagine we are in Karnataka. And you just travel 30 kilometers from Bangalore, the yeah. lingo is different. Yes. How they speak. Kannada is so different. And that's how. The food I... you eat is so different. Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I appreciate, like, you know, mm. our state, our culture, everything. You know, they're so unique and knowing about them. So okay. that really keeps me intrigued
1: and happy all the time. You know, all of this sounds really amazing. And I mean, I support you throughout. But. Uh, you know, uh, you're telling these different films, they're not mainstream, okay? And uh, they're not mainstream because of the audience. Audience don't like to watch, uh, you know, an art film, per se, you know? They want uh, a commercial film to work. Yeah. That's why uh, these art films are branching out to an extent that it may not even happen in the near future, Mm -hmm. you know? That's what I feel because... uh, See, every filmmaker, when he sets out to make a film, he wants to make a good film, no doubt in that. But there is commerce. He has a life, he has a family. So he needs to feed his home, right? So somewhere, if he only makes artistic films, I don't think his pocket will be filled or people would even watch his content, you know? So I feel, uh, you know, it's audience responsibility to kind of make these branched out films into mainstream cinema so that art will also flourish, financially also will be stable and strong. And some films are really educative, you know, it's just not like uh, there's a song or there's a fight. Not like that. They actually teach you something and that's the power of, you know, a good cinema. Like, yeah,
0: I, I agree with you with the commerce part and everything. And cinema is a very powerful means of communication that influences one's individual's uh, yes, you know perceptions visual, yeah. and uh, thought process and everything. And uh, I absolutely agree with you. And I think we as audiences are evolving. You know, the term hero, I think, was so male-centric and dominated, that even if there is a film which has, you know, the woman protagonist in it, it's called women-centric or a woman-led film. That doesn't happen with male leads or anything, right?
1: Yeah, because, uh, you know, women-centric films are so rare or yearly one film you get to see, you know, and...
0: Yeah, but no, but there are films coming out and we are just not aware about it or we are like, you know, we are not trying something out like new we as audience are still evolving like how de- developing our country is i think with choices and with you know new content options now the audiences are trying to you know understand and view different things and i'm really thankful to the ott platforms for that
1: yes you're right
0: i do understand the commerce part and which is why big commercial movies are being released in theaters because why would they think about you know somebody else to like you know make them uh, uh, big big people and not you know cater to their own bread and butter obviously so with coming of otts and everything i think even the smallest of movies that haven't been getting any exposure or anything mm-hmm. at least get a chance to be shown in such platforms mm-hmm. where even if the audiences are niche they get to see them and Definitely, it, depending upon the choices, they may like it or not. Mm. The entire process of filmmaking, obviously, it's tedious and it involves oh, a lot of people yes. and everything. It's all so, dedication. Even if one's efforts are being praised by one, mm. it actually kind of brings positivity yeah. to the filmmaker and the people involved in the process to do more and be a part of the industry. Mm.
1: You know, uh, you spoke about how audiences are evolving. But... I must say, you know, this evolving of audience, the rate of evolving of audience is very slow. Even though you have OTTs, you have, uh, uh, I don't know, like so many platforms, uh, the evolving of audience is very slow. Even mainstream cinema is setting its foot into these OTT platforms. And I don't know, should I say this, but they're kind of polluting the space, you know, Because these commercial films also work on OTT platforms, believe it or not, right? The viewership is immense. Yes. No way you can compete with them. At the same time, OTT is doing good for people, especially budding talents. So I would say emergence of OTT can or might be a double-edged sword, doing good and bad.
0: Yeah. Mm-hmm. see um, again you know everything comes into picture again people have been staying at home for some time now and they have been seeing some kind of content the stereotypic the ones which has been releasing in theater the commercial ones they would want that to enjoy at their home too yes we get it and uh, with coming off you know different kind of movies and everything there has also been life to so many people who who could say their experience to other people like youtubers or reviewers they are trying to you know tell people that such kind of content is available it is nice you can go watch them and at least these kind of contents are emerging out of these ott platforms yes it? exactly <laughs> nobody knew who priti gandhi was until you know scam 1992 1990 was thing. such a big hit yes. it's imdb is one of most yes. top rated things mm. ever right yep Anything can happen. You know, the business itself is uncertain. Okay. So, I believe, I am a a believer of positivity and everything. So, I hope that and I believe that, you know, the emergence of good content and, you know, worthy content will get its praise and thing that it deserves to get.
1: Okay. So, no no matter where you're releasing or through what means, that content will... Get its justice is what you're telling.
0: I mean, uh, if you again talk about the business part and everything, exactly. That's again another debate, a debatable thing itself. Okay. Because you know, not all audiences would also be okay to like you know see, pro say probably a a bold film on a uh, you know on a not so much talked about subject or anything, or. You know, everything can't be turned into comedy as well, right? Yes. So, even to be viewed as a serious film also, sometimes it's difficult. And the business part and everything. Mm. I mean, it's a confusion in, you know, in itself. But then, as I said, we're evolving. So, mm. we'll just probably have to wait.
1: Mm. You know, one thing I've experienced in uh, OTTs and in general is that when when i'm bored i uh, i'll be like okay let me watch a film and when i get into netflix or prime or hotstar or whatever you know there is so much content for the viewer to watch that somewhere i feel good content is getting lost you know or it's just not surfacing up because there is so there is so much that's being bombarded on your mind it's so hard for you to even decide which film you want to watch nowadays because there is so much out there. Right? Yeah. Even Disney has its own platform now. Yeah. If yeah. you know. So, somewhere, even I feel difficult to decide what I want to watch and then set out to, you know, watch the film or series or whatever. So, it's, it's, oh, it's getting overcrowded, basically. Uh-huh. What would you want to add on to this? Because I feel it's, Somewhere it's, it's, it's a problem, you know.
0: See uh, if I have to talk about the viewers, I would say, okay, you're getting confused, but then you have so many choices. But if I have to talk about the problem of filmmakers whose pieces available on the platform are not getting the exposure, even if they're available on the platform, that's actually a problem in itself again. because. Yeah, they have, you know, invested in that, they Mm. have done that, okay, it's on the platform, but it's people are not seeing it or anything. Mm. The license of that will be revoked, and that will also be taken out of the platform. And then it's a problem for them again. So where will they be, you know, feeling or motivated enough to do, you know, good pieces again. So that again, it's a conflict in itself. And it's a very broader topic to talk about, Mm. especially with the availability of so many content, Um, I think even every uh, region has its own dedicated content platform. Mm. You know, in Telugu, we have AHA. Canada, there's one uh, coming, upcoming called Kattay Entertainment. I don't know. Kattay Entertainment? Yeah. Okay. Who's heading this? um, I I have no idea about it. I have just heard about it. Okay. I was listening to someone in Clubhouse. Uh So... I mean, yeah the business is expanding mm. the choices and the availability will to expand okay but i think it's all it also lies uh, with the kind of you know again marketing or everything that also plays into picture you just can't simply expect you know something to be released somewhere and sit mm-hmm. quietly so that people will come and watch it or something there are effective marketing techniques how you can reach out to people that that doesn't always include Paying people or saying something about it. You can go your own creative way. I mean, you are doing a creative form of art. So, there's no boundaries to that.
1: Yes. And in retrospect, I would like to point out one thing. There was a problem and now there's a solution to the problem. The problem was not making the film, but releasing the film. Okay. Because, you see, a decade ago or five years ago, When you make a film, you couldn't release it in theaters. You know, you wanted distributors. You wanted them to give out theaters for you. And that's how you made money. Right? Yeah. But now that problem is solved. Okay? Mm -hmm. Because of OTT platforms. I met a filmmaker three years ago. He, He had completed the film with one of the biggest legends in Indian cinema. But till now, the film is not yet released. Why? Because he's not able to release the film. Known as coming forward to you know give a, that pathway to his film, yeah. Okay, so I guess now that problem is solved because of these platforms, and yes. the means to make a film is pretty easy now, mm-hmm. even with a phone, with a smartphone, you can make a film. Yeah, just look at the number of short films that are coming up right now, it's so much exactly. yeah. a, on a daily basis, people are releasing short films on YouTube, you know, shoot, edit, and upload.
0: Exactly. So
1: it's become this step-by-step procedure that anyone can master. Yes. These short uh, videos that people put up on Instagram, you know, you don't want skills to edit a video now. Everything is plug-in. Cut, copy, paste, put this, and you're done. Yes. Making music has not been so easy there is garage band there is you know hell lot of options to make music and everything is at your disposal right so number of people who are making films are also increasing drastically yeah. okay so someone like me who would want to make films i want to make films okay and i have this fear you know what if my content doesn't surface up in OTT, even though they kind of pay you know enough money and take my content okay they will buy my film but what if i don't get viewership right so it has its own added risk yeah with you know the boon of technology is what i've seen
0: yeah i mean if i had to tell it very casually i mean what's life without some risk but uh, you know agreeing to what you say I also have another question because Mm. since we have been you know so adapted to you know craving for something new all the time phone Mm. updates this app update some Instagram uh, other thing update just because some app got banned Instagram introduced another feature which is like trending reels and everything reels yeah exactly and how uh, how much of a pressure it is for us, especially as growing age population, if they want to be showcased, whether in terms of their talent or creativity or whatever, there is this in craving for, you know, something out of the box or you know, something new. What is it that it's striking that, you know, that they would become famous in one day or something? You know, that pressure too has, you know, led to many changes.
1: And you know, and this want to become famous in one day, it's already happening. Exactly. Thanks to Instagram, Facebook, Reels, and uh, what do you call it, stories, and And IGTV and all that. Yeah,
0: I mean, I I, I don't know whether, I mean, creativity is very subjective, but then in uh, the name of creative art and everything, it's merely, you know, Just trying to do something to get instant fame or something. I don't really know whether they're responding to quality or, you know.
1: And these challenges come up on Instagram. That challenge, this challenge, tag them, challenge them and circulate. You know, that is like a wildfire, man.
0: Yeah, I mean, I do understand it if it's uh, from a marketing perspective. If they do it for brands or a movie promotion, it's understandable. But you know if you're doing it like for an individual thing it, it really doesn't make sense mm. for me as you know even if it's uh, you know i i had a friend okay uh, whenever uh, we used to perform in our school's annual days and everything most of us you know loved uh, seeing kids dancing to ball a bollywood song or oh. a film song okay nobody was interested to see my friend in a bharatanatyam dance yes and that was very sad yes, yes because that is such I a rich form of art you. yes and you know everything ha- is responsible in one way or the other and that is why i bought up instagram you know where creativity for me itself is at stake i feel you know in in the name of trying to get more likes or comments which what people crave for i don't know why
1: even though with so much emergence of content there is a mm-hmm. sabotage of yeah, Talent or you know, art.
0: actual creativity or actual, you know, appraisal for form of art, mm. something like that. I mean, you get to see people who are like shouting, okay. who are shouting at making stereotypical comedies, like you know, hey, you talk like this, hey, you talk like this, ha ha ha. People laugh and you tag them and you really oh so relatable. You put it in your stories and everything, and I I just don't get that, you know. So mm. that itself, you know, raises and brings a question. Of you know, uh, and and such a small topic of you know being creative and showcasing your talent, and now when we talk about movies in itself, there is a again another sort of pressure, hmm. commercial, yeah, art and, yeah, yeah, that is nice. and everything. So,
1: you know, overall it's like you kind of did solve the problems which you had, but gave rise to new pro- uh, new problems which we don't have a solution right now <laughs> you know this is, like, this is like this is like the cycle you know one thing comes up and goes and there's another thing
0: exactly how our kannada news channels report one day there was black fungus the next day there are rainbow color funguses
1: i know I, it's done by one you know the way news channels work i don't know i don't want to comment on this because it's very toxic yeah and you know you know when so much is at our disposal we watch a content a piece of content like a film or a TV show you have your opinions to voice out it's your right okay I agree that but what I have observed is it's like it's not good or bad if it's good it's it's like the best thing ever which is fine okay because it's it's only creating more positivity but if it's bad you straight away give hate comments It's literally hate you're putting out there. I don't like the film. No, I hate the film. I hate the director. I hate the actor. He shouldn't make films anymore. You kind of take it so personally and shove it up their faces that the repercussions are very bad, you know, especially uh, critiquing nowadays. I I don't see any constructive criticism right now. The word constructive criticism... Is a myth There are only hate comments out there That is what I feel
0: See I think With the advent of You know Technologies And what Come Like you know Whatever is going to come In the next Few years Everything is turning into a business I somewhere feel You know critics are also not genuine themselves Most okay. of the time I feel You're that, feeling
1: they are They are also fueled by other filmmakers or actors to give good reviews. Or Maybe or, or they might be getting paid or even laid.
0: Anything can happen.
1: Paid or laid, yeah. Yeah.
0: And you you I mean, if they're your friend, how can you like, you know, give a bad review?
1: That is also true. You know, Nobody pa- is trying to yes, really be yes, you yes. know that
0: objective, also. And People, creativity and you know the form of art that we are viewing and everything is very subjective. Yes. And critiques are somehow. You know, are going to bridge that gap of subjectiveness and objectiveness mm-hmm. and try to bring out the basic elements of, you know, say, how a film technically is or how mm-hmm. a film in terms of story is and how it can be perceived by general audience and give out a review, normally speaking. Now, I'm not going into the, the depth analysis know, That itself is missing. I saw a few, uh, you know... Uh, re- Critics and reviewers giving Salman Khan's Rade film oh, nearly 3 3 and a half I stars. I know,
1: man. I know
0: that were, I, I, I couldn't comprehend one part of half a star given to that film. You just
1: can't wrap your head around that film. I totally yeah. understand. And coolie number one. Uh,
0: yeah, I, I'm sorry to all the fans and to all the masala cinema lovers, but no, seriously, there are better masala cinemas, man. I trust me. Those two films were up to no good.
1: Can you suggest a masala film, uh, just out of curiosity, I'm asking?
0: Well, I, I do love content and I've as you said, I'm very diverse with it. Mm. Uh, in terms of potpoilers and masala, um, I don't know, I've not been much of a Bollywood masala fan, but I've been a South Indian masala fan because they're exaggerated, dramatic yeah. and... Uh, uh, you know, the physics is threatened to another level. There
1: is no physics. What threatened? There is no physics. <laughs>
0: yeah. So, I really enjoy them because I get, you know, my dose of laughter watching them.
1: Mm. Uh,
0: but uh, one uh, commercial film from Kannada, the language uh, I mostly watch and my mother tongue, that is. I think the uh, my favorite pot boilers is uh, Mr. and Mrs. Ramachari. I just don't know why that film is just... Mm. Very um, smooth moving, and uh, I mean, obviously, there are many uh, patriarchal things and all that. Just keeping all that aside,
1: just watch it with yeah, watch a it bowl with, of popcorn or something. Yeah, and with
0: things. a you know,
1: Th- that open, open mind, yeah. just
0: don't think anything,
1: just watch it. I would watch that film any day. You know, one such film that I have in my mind is uh-huh. Aapta Mitra it released around 2004 or six. I don't remember. But
0: aptamitra is not like, you know, doesn't seem too commercial also. Yeah,
1: but it has all the aspects. There is love, there is romance, there is thriller. I know, there is unnecessary fights. Yes, you know, all of that <laughs> make it so entertaining, yet yeah. so gripping. Yeah. You know, that is one of those films that I'll never forget. I yeah. guess, uh, given budget and the technology we technology we have right now i don't think you can top that film
0: yeah i think the way they have dealt with subjects mm. characters perspectives and the theme itself yeah aptamitra is really very strong and kudos to manichitra Tadu, the original oh, of the film i know it it's very,
1: really great it, it was very great and now that, you know, I'm not watching TV that much because of, again, these platforms we spoke about, the kind of actors we can look out for is immense, you know. Yeah. The talents that are emerging is so good. Again, thanks to these platforms, they would have gone down the radar if it you was know, only many theaters. many
0: struggling actors, even who are there probably from 20 years, or... I mean, most of them remember Manoj Bhashpayee from The Family Man. I most know. of them remember Nawaz from The Sacred Games Sacred or Games. the other web series he mm. has done. So, they are not just coming out for new talents, but already such powerful existing talents yes. are also being shown. Gulshan Devaya or even, uh, say, Danish sister, Kubra Kubraset, Kubraset yeah, yeah. All of them have been... Pratik Gandhi. Him, yeah. And I think OTTs in that way also is a boon to so many.
1: Yes. They're being paid, they're earning their bread and butter, they're doing what they like. And somewhere they have this sense of satisfaction that they are acting, you know. Exactly, yeah. I guess that itself is a big deal for them because considering the, the situation before and now,
0: mm-hmm.
1: I feel they have given their share of limelight and. They're utilising it very well, you know Yes, exactly And another observation I made was These A-listers who are going down Kind of come to OTT to reinvent themselves Because of, you know, the budget or whatever They have that flexibility to test the waters Okay Someone like Saif Ali Khan I don't know what he was doing in mainstream Bollywood But Sacred Games changed him Yeah You know so these A-listers, even Manoj Bajpayee, he's famous for Family Man, right? And uh, Abhishek Bachchan, he also came in the new Amazon series, right?
0: Netflix is Netflix is famous because of Radhika Apte. There yes. is such a whole yes. bunch of memes.
1: I know, I know. Even Karan Johar has stepped in to, you know, kind of test these waters. Yeah,
0: everybody's trying. I mean, if, see... If why, I, That's what I sometimes don't understand is when actors are trying to expand or try something new in terms of business, when they're shifting from mainstream to OTT releases, why can't they try it in terms of the choices and in scripts? Instead
1: of producing a good film, why don't they act in it because of the stardom or anything? Again, you know what, the thing is budget. In OTT platforms, it's comparatively very low, right? So you can, you know, experiment. That's why, you know, few of them are very good. There's this Telugu web series, uh, which is actually science fiction, doing pretty well, you uh-huh. know, Pawan Kumash. So I think that's what, people are ready to do that with OTTs, but not mainstream theatre. Mm-hmm. That is what I felt. You know, and yes, A-listers can come to OTT to reinvent themselves. That is the word I would like to use.
0: No, but I think... big. No, given that there's stardom and everything, mm. why do they have to do a single type of, you know, movie? That's what I feel. Because I, if I, feel I see the okay. Khans, mm. no matter what they do, there are so many commercial elements in it. We get it, bro. Like, why don't you just try a plain thriller or, you know...
1: Drama. Exactly. Where is drama in Indian cinema. I mean, there is drama in, you know, in commercial, but there is exaggerated drama, drama. Yeah, there is there is no mainstream drama you know i have not come across yeah that, why that don't thing. they experiment in terms of roles
0: i mean you can change you know mm. the quality of indian cinema with your stardom with the power with the money the budget you have if you act or you at least you know mm. produce young talents to act in such things it will be such a great venture Yes. It's gonna benefit so many people.
1: I guess it's 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 got to do with the audience also. That is what they want from their heroes, or you know, that is what uh, they're expecting from them. That is what I feel.
0: Yeah. now Yes. Now you know whoever these big big actors they do the same stereotypical I movies. Know. We still be like you know no. There are actors, we are their fans, and we're still loyal to them. I come do. on, man, they owe us for that loyalty at least.
1: I guess it's like we are giving what you want, you are giving what we want, and we have this mutual understanding. Fuck art. I know. <laughs> you know? That's sad actually. That's very um, sad. You yeah. see, all these, uh, I mean, in Kannada films, I'll talk about Kannada films, even I watch the most. You come up with a good film. Luckily, there's Amazon Prime to rescue these films. They buy those films and put it up there, okay? Yeah. But the viewership is like shit.
0: Uh
1: Okay, even if people watch, they do kind of give this word-to-mouth review saying that it's good. You need to watch it. You need to watch it. But it doesn't really help, you know. They might bag a few awards on the way. But financially, again, they go down. Yeah. So that is... Devastating. Me personally, I haven't watched, uh, you know, uh, Indian web series or anything. Mm-hmm. So, uh, would you like to expand on that because I want to know more about web, web series in India because I haven't watched any of them. Web
0: series have actually paved way for, you know, mm-hmm. different content, to be very honest. Especially in terms of, you know, the uh, culture thing. Mm-hmm. And you know what happens at you know at the localist of levels in certain regions of India, just concentrating in that region and you know coming up with the story. I think that ways you know web series have changed the game of content. Uh, they are again curating to the commercial aspect as well, but then to bring out that lingo and that particular culture's nice. identity and uh, uh, you know.
1: The backdrop uh, has changed drastically.
0: Yeah. You know, before we get, we we got to see only a few filmmakers like, you know, Vishal Bharadwaj, an Omkara, you know, somewhere in UP or something. Now we have web series like Mirzapur and, mm, you know, yeah. all other things that are set in UP, Bihar. And, you know, we get to see all of them now.
1: So some of them give that urban touch. Some of them give that local touch. Yeah, the mm. raw. The raw. The
0: raw touch, yeah.
1: So you want to say that... Indian TV shows are more diverse than mainstream cinema? Uh,
0: again, we ha- there's no dearth of content at all. Mm. Probably, we may not have been uh, versed with so many films released or different kind of content release, but with emergence of series, we at least know that they're there. Instead of just being, the, you know, just in some film festival and not knowing to the public, we at least know that it's in some platform. So even when a Zoe actor can do Made in Heaven after doing Gully know, Boy, yeah, mm. th- I think there's you know a bit of hope that you know even if a filmmaker is you know uh, how do I explain even if like a filmmaker is compromising mm. on doing commercial for his bread and butter can experiment with TV series or yeah. releasing on OTT's.
1: That you know, what I, think. I I can't ignore this fact when you took took up Gully Boy's name. Another domain that's opening up right now is awards. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. So, (laughs) what do you want to say about that? Because. I think
0: I would make this uh, very uh, derogatory statement that from national awards to the most uh, objective film fair awards.
1: And these awards that are hosted by TV shows, sorry, uh, TV channels, you know, the Z Awards or Star Plus or whatever. Everybody, they're all a hoax. Uh, I I seriously
0: see no hope in them, mm-hmm. and I don't think that's a way to appreciate talent at all. I mean, if one, if you really have to give it to people who you like mm-hmm. or who is you know some star actor son or daughter, you better uh, buy them as a birthday gift or something.
1: You know, so many A-listers have accepted that these award functions are rigged. Yeah. So what's the point in bagging these awards and saying, you know, they put up this uh, title before the film comes up, like uh, two-time Filmfare Award winner or two-time that award winner or this award winner to give that, you know, what do you say, that validation. I guess that is the only use through… You
0: You know, know. but honestly, tell me, Nikki, who wouldn't be happy with when their work is being appreciated or praised? Right. Yeah. Getting Yes. An award yes. or getting Even an
1: award. I would, I would be happy if they would, you know, if some some that would present it to me in front of uh, so many people that too on a stage like that. Exactly. would be. But I feel that there should be more transparency, honesty, yeah. and uh, actually give awards to the people whom you have to give.
0: Exactly. And even if you see like the traditional award thing, mm. there's always just one winner. Here I see it being shared with like so many people and multiple things and all. It's like, it also paves way for telling that, you know, you can probably improve better or to, you know, crave that winning thing for the next year or something. No, here if, you know, one does good and one does bad, both
1: still get it. Mm. Yes, I agree with that. So I guess
0: I don't see any hope. Again, everything is just turning into mere business. Mm. You know, these award functions earn crores just because... All these rich, dumb fellows pay like lakhs to go sit with these stars in the front seats and get to see them perform. And again,
1: uh, TRP, the viewership is mad. Exactly. I guess that is why they're ready to invest I mean, people
0: so much. see Instagram paparazzi videos. Oh. Why wouldn't they go see an award ceremony?
1: I guess it's a win-win situation to literally everyone. Exactly. Yeah. Literally everyone.
0: It's just a no-win situation for good cinema, but a win situation for the... People who are running businesses. I know.
1: It's like the social media will get their bone.
0: Yeah.
1: TV channels get their bone. Stars get their bone. Everyone get their fair share of money and limelight. Yeah. And you know, business and all that. All that model is hmm. just worked out very successfully and yeah. They just take it to I another mean, level.
0: Even in future. Say for instance, mm. I am doing some movies, or then I probably get an award for my work, recognition, and all that. Mm. I would still probably just you know respect the stage and people sitting there and do it, but I wouldn't wholeheartedly be you know to, uh, how uh, convinced that you know it's probably genuinely given or something like I that. I really
1: appreciate Akshay Kumar for that because he kind of gave his award to Amir Khan for Gajini Anges, right?
0: I'm not sure, but then he got a national award again for uh, Rustam and he didn't give that back. So,
1: <laughs> so you're telling it's on the value of award, <laughs> if it Would was be? if it because was.
0: that year, which you, are, you were talking about, was some award which no longer exists now. So,
1: oh, I guess it was, you know, it was hosted by some uh, TV channel or something. Yeah. Know. So, yeah. I guess this session really opened up. Uh, it kind of, uh, you know, uh, it's representing our age groups, frustration, opinions, our preferences and experiences. So I I would really thank you to being a part of this podcast and this episode. Personally, I also learned a lot. So thank you so much for coming, Sujay. And I hope... You enjoyed as well.
0: Thank you so much for having me, Nikhil. And um, you're doing really great. I hope you continue this journey of podcasting further and really do well in this. Good Thank luck to you, you. Bye. Let's get scratching.